Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. What's going on, everybody? We are live. Okay, good deal. Hey, everyone, how's it going? This is Amy Weiss here from the Seller Roundtable, and we have a very, very special Seller Roundtable extra session today. I am here with the most amazing boss babes. We've got Cassandra Craven from Helium 10. She is like the social media maven. I want to just dig in the brain and just pull everything out of there. <laughs> we've got the beautiful Isabella Hamilton. Well, they're all beautiful, but we've got the beautiful <laughs> Isabella Hamilton. Um, and Isa is actually one hosting, co-hosting the Branded by Women con conference. She has an amazing business and she's an amazing boss babe. And then we've got Yana the amazing, beautiful speaker of many languages, helps us sell in all the channels, um, and she's everywhere. So ladies, thank you so much for being here on the Seller Roundtable. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yay, it's so cool. So, you know, when, when we were talking about what the theme was gonna be for this, um, all of us are speaking at the Branded by Women conference, and that's awesome. But when we we're talking about the theme, we we're talking about that maybe we wanted to talk about productivity today because so many of us, especially during coronavirus right now, all the days are running together. And I don't know about you ladies, but my goals right now, I've been trying to make like short-term goals, <laughs> like something I can get done today, like just eat lunch today. That's what I'm going to get done. <laughs> but um, so I thought it would be... <laughs> So I thought it'd be great for us to give some tips to everybody, but before we do that, why don't we start by just, you know, getting to know all of you uh, a little bit more. So I would love to start with the lovely Cassandra. I love this background behind you. Cassandra, tell our listeners a little bit more about you and your relationship with e-commerce. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm Cassandra Craven. Helium 10 social media manager. I have a background in film, television, advertising. I've worked on some big budget films, Aquaman, Venom, had some television experience as well. And I love to bring that to the world of e-commerce. I think that it's my passion in life and I love seeing people thrive. And so if they can apply the same tactics that movie studios are doing to their brands, then they're gonna be good to go. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. I need some of that magic sprinkled on all my brands. <laughs> Just pass it on over, Cassandra. That'd be great. Deal. Let's Deal. Go with, <laughs> let's go with Isabella next. Um, Isa, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Isabella Hamilton, and I own RankBell, which is a service that helps Amazon sellers uh, rank their products, whether they're new sellers or older sellers trying to give a little boost to their products. Uh, that's what I do. And I do it with absolute love and passion. And I just love uh, seeing people happy. And I'm so glad to be here with you. And I love that e-commerce has brought us all together, especially Amazon. Because before this, I would have never imagined that I was going to have, you know, a Zoom call with three amazing women who have become friends. I can honestly say that all three of you have become friends and 
when could I have done that had I had it not been for Amazon? So I have to remember always to be grateful for this opportunity. So thank you for having me and and my sisters here. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It has been so wonderful being in this awesome community because I agree. I count all of you as sisters and it's so cool every time we get to see each other and hang out and just build each other up. So what better way than to, to hang out as well today on Zoom when we can't be together at some of these events that we love going to. Yana, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, I had to fix my lighting a little bit because like, I don't know what's going on with my, <laughs> my light bulbs here. Never mind. Um, so hi, my name is Yana. I am the owner of Wild Tea Translations. We are also, as Isabella said, I think we're all here passionate about what we do. And we just, you know, love helping and connecting people. And uh, we actually love very much helping people to expand to international marketplaces, uh, localization, just, you know, bringing awareness of what people, you know, often don't think about and something which co can cost them like a lot of uh, uh, lost sales and not getting ahead of their competitors. Just like some things which I think are basic, but a lot of the people don't actually think about them ever. And um, my background is in languages. So I'm basically, you know, combining my two passions like uh, language, e-commerce, Amazon actually is three. Um, and I'm really, really happy to be here to know these wonderful ladies, you know, as Isabella and you said like sisters and like, I just, you know, I met them in LA in February and this amazing, also it was a women conference and I could not be happier and grateful to get to know them. Like I've known them like uh, for such a short time but it feels like, I don't know, forever. And I just cannot wait to see all you guys in person again. I just hope it's gonna be very soon, yeah. Uh, I agree, I, I can't wait for us to be able to hang out again. I know we miss traveling so much. Um, I would love, you know, to just talk a little bit about the magic behind being a woman in business, right? There is, um, there is, I have great mentors that are men. I mean, great, great mentors that are men. My podcast partner, Andy Arnott, uh, he is there for me all the time and has taught me so much. Um, but there is just a beauty to being a woman in business. And, um, and I think that one of the biggest things that women are, one of our superpowers is that we are multitaskers. We have an incredible ability to multitask, um, probably better than anyone else. I mean, so I just, I think that that is really great. Um, so why don't we go around and talk a little bit about um, what it means to be a woman in, in business and what do you think is your superpower? Let's start with you, Yana. Oh, you're muted. <laughs> Let me unmute you. Sorry, I said like, I think my superpower is my hair. <laughs> my <superpower. laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, uh, you know, the superpower is being able to just, you know, um, uh, just be happy where you are in your life and uh, have something as like, I always like to think of everything I'm doing. I would like this to become some sort of my legacy. And I know how I got there. And I know that nobody gave that to me or, you know, like a lot of times my boyfriend, he also has a PPC agency. Then a lot of people think that I'm just, you know, spending money from his credit cards. 
I would like literally get sort of messages like when we travel and you know, it's fine because I know who I am and I know what, I, what I'm doing and I really don't care, you know? And I think like, as soon as you kind of uh, stop thinking what other people are going to think about you, this is, you know, that you know that you're going to start living your best life. So I definitely think that um, it's very, very important to just, uh, you know, surround yourself with positive people and people who support you and definitely not be surrounded by people who, you know, just would be happy to see you down, you know? And I think the first sign of like being successful is like when you piss off people and that, that means that you're doing something definitely right. So that's just my two cents on the matter. <laughs> I love that about knowing who you are. That's so important. And I think we as women, you know, we're caretakers. And I know me personally, I take things very personally. Like I really care what people think of me. And it's hard. It's hard to sometimes if you if somebody says something bad about you or whatever, you know, it's hard not to take that on your heart and take that personally, especially us women as emotional creatures. But that's so important to just stand in who you are and, and be confident. Yeah. Uh, it's just like for me, like I also like I, I'm not like the person who's like, I don't I don't freaking care what you think. And like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm not like often I'm like very, you know, uh, stressed and like I cry myself to sleep sometimes like these things kind of get me. But then like I kind of have like this sort of a conversation with myself and I'm like, OK, like you, you feel like you're feeling like this today, but tomorrow you're going to wake up and everything is going to be great okay so like i think it's okay if we have all like ups and downs and i think it's totally okay to feel depressed and like under the weather and not confident i think that's completely human to to feel something like that and i really don't like when somebody tells you like you should not feel like that you should be you're better than this and blah blah and then you kind of feel like you're some sort of like a loser and i just think that a lot of people feel like that all the time and there's nothing wrong in feeling uh you know uh depressed or just feeling down like that day but the most important thing is to know how to uh pick up the pieces and pull yourself together and just you know start a new day or start like a new venture or something you know like the important thing is to have the energy and fuel to continue and to just you know kind of um you know like get over the obstacles and everything that you see negative uh, in your life definitely that's something that people should strive to do i think and i think that falls into productivity as well because you know if you are really um trusting in your abilities and you're giving yourself permission to have a down day that that really contributes to your overall productivity so what about you isabella what do you think is your superpower um well first of all i want to say a bit uh touching on what you said, Amy, how we all tend to care so much about what people say. And um, I think it has a lot to do with us women. We're always a little bit more careful. What are they going to say, especially coming into like, you know, a man's world, you know, with Amazon and just a few women having service-based uh, companies and all that. We tend to take a little bit more personal to what they are saying, even though they might not be attacking us, but we feel that they're attacking our person rather than just like maybe our service or maybe we did something wrong. I mean, I, I look back at some of the things I said I did and I'm like, okay, maybe I wasn't like 
Right. You know, in the moment you feel attacked, but if you learn to really take that advice and actually learn from it. So if somebody say, you know, I don't think this was right, or it could have been done better instead of me reacting to that and saying, well, I'm not going to work with that person anymore because he's difficult. I can take that and see how I can improve my services. And I've been doing that for a while now. And I actually love it because it makes me feel like I can contribute more and they're, they feel like they're being listened to. So it just creates this perfect relationship where I'm like, oh my God, I totally hated that guy, but now I love him. <laughs> so, uh, but um, as far as my superpower, I think I would say is really being able to connect with people on a deeper level. And that's probably because I'm a big empath uh, and um, I, I really feel like people's pain, um, even without want me wanting to, it's just, you know, how we all have our own personalities. And I think that's mine. And I'm able to really listen to somebody. So if I have a client that I'm meeting for the first time or at a conference, I'm really able to like look them in the eyes and really understand where they're coming from and putting myself in their shoes. And I think a lot of of what's happening in this world today is people are not being listened to deeply. We act like we listen, but really we have so much going on in our own heads that we don't really care what you're saying right now or what you're thinking. But if we take that time to really open up and trust me, people know, like they know if you're listening or if you're just guessing, they know. But if you really take that 30 seconds or a minute or whatever, just really open your ears and your heart to what they're saying, you're going to establish a lifelong relationship. And that's why I said, like, I feel like a lot of people that I meet at these conferences, I can honestly call friends and, you know, maybe somebody that, that hears that, oh, you just met Yana, you know, a few months ago, but you feel so connected to her. That, that sounds like bullshit, you know, but it's not true. Like I, I really do feel connected. And one, because we all share the same passion, which automatically puts you in, in that close relationship. And then we're women. And then we all go through the same kind of struggle. So it makes us even closer. So, um, I think if, if people just open up a little bit more, instead of being fearful, like, oh, this person is going to take advantage of me, or um, they're here to harm me. Instead of thinking that, think this person has come into my life for a beautiful reason. I'm going to embrace them. And I'm not saying everybody in the world is perfect and they're all going to good, be good people, but it doesn't matter. Take the good with the bad. And, you know, from those that are not a good match with you, you're going to learn something. So you're either going to gain a friend for life or you're going to learn a beautiful lesson. So that's my superpower. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yes. I love that. You can learn something from everyone and everyone is in your life for a reason. What about you, Cassandra? Well, Amy, first of all, I'm inspired by Yana and Isabella right now. And everything they were saying just resonates so true to all of, our, I think, all of us. Um, it's that camaraderie and we're all feeling the same things. And it's that personal connection that we all have. And I mean, I can honestly say I talk to Isabella and Yana all the time via Instagram or however we can. We're always connecting, whether it's personal or professional, whether we're sharing a Tiger King meme or we're talking about being a boss babe. But my superpower, I would say is creativity because I can see something or someone can kind of give me a task or something like that or say, hey, we want to do this. And I can see it and I can visualize it and how we can make it cool. 
Um, one thing, again, Isabella and Yana can both attest to uh, RHQ visits at Helium 10. That was originally just kind of come in, check it out, maybe do a podcast, call it a day. And then it was like, no, let's turn this into an experience. You know, people make this, put, put us on the map. When you come to Orange County, when you're in Irvine, post-coronavirus, of course, um, come see us. Let's have a shot in the tequila room. Let's make some great content together. Let's have fun. I remember even when Yana, I hadn't even known her. We only talked because I was posting her podcast on Instagram. And when she came to the door, we both were like, oh my God, like we were old friends. It was crazy. And same for Isabella. She showed up with Christina and we had champagne. I mean, crazy. So, and it's an experience that we'll never forget. And so taking something as simple as, yeah, sure. Let people kind of check this out and see what's up to making it a memory they'll never forget. So that's one example of, I feel like creativity is really my strong suit and what I bring to the table. Love that. Definitely. Well, I know all of us use our superpowers in our productivity, but let's start with talking about, I would love to give everyone our best daily, weekly, and long-term productivity tips. So why don't we start with our daily productivity tips? And I know for me, um, my favorite daily productivity tip is to have my tasks listed and chunk my time. So I put everything in Google tasks and I have it laid out by the day and then that time gets chunked um, in my schedule. So my best daily productivity tip is just try to focus on your tasks for that day and don't get overwhelmed by, you know, so many people are creating content, so many great things to get distracted by, so many squirrels. But for me, as long as I hold myself accountable to those tasks that I have on my task list and kind of do my best to drown out the noise, um, then I feel pretty good by the end of my day, marking off my, my checklist. I love Google tasks as daily productivity because I can put the app on my phone. And so if I suddenly think, oh my gosh, I have to do that tomorrow. That's a fire that I have to put in there. It automatically goes in my phone on my, on my Google task, and then it will show up on the right side of my dashboard. Um, when I get into my email in the morning. So for me, Google tasks and daily tasks and having those laid out is one of my best daily productivity tips. So what about you, Cassandra? What's one of your favorite daily productivity tips? Okay, I actually just started doing a personal and professional to-do list. So I've got, you know, obviously still working with Helium 10 every day, working from home. And like you said, there's so many distractions, especially now, you know, everyone's Instagram messaging, Slack messages, emails coming in, you know, you know, right and left. So I definitely have five key things that I like to get done or at least kind of make headway in. And then I say, okay, by this time, 4 p.m., time to do some personal stuff. Whether that's cleaning, I get out in the garden, looking up social research, stuff I want to do, make content. I'm still trying to get that TikTok together, guys. So whether it's things like that, I try to make a point of, okay, what are my personal tasks that I want to complete and what are my professional tasks? And I really pride myself on trying to get those done just because you can't absorb yourself one way or the next. Love it. Love it. Personal and professional tasks. It's good to, to put those on the list so that you don't forget about taking care of you. I haven't even eaten lunch yet. I need to take, I need to take that advice. <laughs> what about you, Isabella? What do you do on the daily to stay productive? 
Well, um, for example, today I woke up um, and, you know, I was like, okay, I have this webinar. What do I have before this? I was going to go for a run, but that didn't happen. But what I realized as I was getting ready for this is before getting ready, like, you know, doing my hair and putting myself together because we are in like COVID times, right? I realized that I did not feel productive at all. Like, even though I did my meditation and that's like success, uh, because I have to do it. Otherwise, like my day is ruined. But as I was getting ready, I felt as I was getting ready, like I am already getting more productive. So and I don't know if this applies to men. But I think when it comes to us women, especially if you work from home a lot, just the action of putting myself together, putting on a nice dress, you know, arranging my hair a little bit, that already made me feel like, okay, I can take on the world. So I think number one, for me, this is what works, like making sure that I get myself ready for the day and having that routine. I wake up, I do my meditation, I get ready, then I can start. Because if I don't, then I, I feel like I'm skipping such an important step that is going to ruin my whole day. And then um, I just look at my calendar. Okay, what do I have today? And I just use the simple calendar on actually on my phone. It works for me. I can set alarms for it. If I forget, I can set it the day before or a week or a month before. Um, and I, I love that. So I keep it very simple. And then I look at what I have for the next week. Like what big event is coming? Do I need to prepare for that? And I'm a little bit of a procrastinator and do not to become one because it's terrible. It, it stresses me out because I will have something due and then every day I think about it and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it weighs heavier on my chest. So it's definitely terrible, but I'm like a master procrastinator now. Like, and I'm a master winger and don't, that's terrible. It's like, I've become so good at it that I can't escape from that. You know, I want to get more prepared, but somehow it works for me. And uh, I've done some research on this and there are people whose brain works like this. And I don't want to do that because it's not good. Like it stresses me out. So I'm trying to like, at least get some tips from you ladies to become more organized. Um, but yeah, as long as I have that list and I know this is what I'm doing, um, chunking my time, like you said, Amy, I think that's so crucial, especially for people like me, because I can be a little like dreamy and I daydream and next thing you know, an hour has passed and I'm like, oh my God, what is, what is going on? So I have to really make myself and I will put my phone on airplane mode. Like I, I have to go that far. I have to go the distance to put my phone. That's how distracted I can get. And it's not something I can get, I'm proud of. I'll put my phone in airplane mode and then I'll do my reading or I'll do my meditation, even for that. I can't even feel like the smallest buzzing on my phone because then I'm out. I'm out of the meditation. I'm out of my focus. I'm out of everything. Um, and again, I'm an extreme case. Like you, you said, Amy, like multitasking, a lot of people are very good at that. But I think for me, what works is really focusing on one task at the time. And then when I'm done, I just feel so good. I, I feel like I can do more and then I'll do more. So as long as I start my day right, it works. I, I get a few things done. Um, delegating, very important. Uh, when I first started my company, it was all me all day, every day, seven days a week. And I'm sure 
all of you can probably attest that you've probably <laughs> done the exact same thing. And then I learned to let go a little bit, which is very hard for entrepreneurs to do because we want to do everything. We want to be good at everything. And if we're not good at everything, we're going to buy a course that will teach us how to be good at that. But then we're wasting that precious time of our brain. Like you said, Cassandra, your superpower is creativity. Imagine if you had to do mundane tasks that is like just typing all day, it will kill your creativity. And same with you, Anna. Like you have to use what you're good at combined with your passion to really do that. So delegating, hiring, hiring a VA, even if you know, you only have money for maybe hire one for an hour a day or two. We have to admit that there's people out there who are better than us at certain tasks. We are good at what we are and that's what we should focus on. I, I can't be good at a hundred things. I don't even want to. My my attention span will be destroyed. It would be in a million different places. So, um, but anyway, I could give a few a few more, but these are, I think, the most important that are helping me. I love what you said about, you know, using your superpower and doing what you're really good at, because even if you're delegating what you don't like, or you're not as good at those things, somebody else loves that. Someone else loves doing the administrative work. Let them do it, right? I mean, someone else loves something that you don't love. And my my good friend, Stephanie Scheller, she's a marketing expert. She always talks about how your greatest asset is not time, it's energy. Because when you spend your time doing things that give you more energy, instead of doing things that drown you and make you tired, you now can get more done than anybody else. And you're out here beating your competitors because you're doing the things that give you energy. And when they're tired and flopping down on the couch at the end of the day, you're just getting started, right? So those things are those talents that are, that give you energy and focusing your time and effort on those. And I love what you said, Isabella, about just, even if you just have to hire somebody for an hour a day, just give it a shot, get it started. You know, we live in an age where we can do a limb video, where we can do, you know, show someone how to do it once. Um, I love what Nathan Hirsch from Outsource School said about how he never does anything for more than three months without passing it off. That's his, his goal is by three months time frame, he's going to pass it off to a VA. Great tips there. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.